Welcome to the podcast, Intuition Speaks with Tia Marie. I'm so excited that you guys decided to join me today for another episode. This is a podcast about spiritual well-being, growth, and development, and just becoming the best version of you that you could possibly be. I am Tia Marie, an Akashic reader, shamanic healer, and overall intuition specialist, here to help you on your own personal spiritual journey by sharing my own experiences as I grow and develop with you guys. Welcome to this week's episode of Intuition Speaks. I am so excited to have you guys here with me. I get asked so many times, how did you get started? So I felt like it was only right to create an episode about it. Now, I want you guys to go back to my first episode of this season, Just Do The Thing, and listen to that because that is kind of like your big swift kick in the rear (laughs) to just do the thing. I really do believe that a lot of this seems shrouded in mystery, but it's really not as complicated as we all really believe it to be. We live in a time now where like the energy of knowing is so much more open than it ever used to be. You literally have every resource you could ever want or desire at your fingertips, oftentimes for free. And it usually just takes the right amount of digging or the right contact person to figure out where to find these resources. I know not everybody has that experience of always knowing where to look or how to, you know, open these pathways and channels of abundance and resources, but it's something to definitely work on if you have a big dream or big goal and are trying to figure out exactly how to get there. Now, I felt really inspired by my last episode to pull some cards to see what the cards wanted me to talk about on this. I could probably talk your ear off forever about my beginning journey, but I think there needs to be a little bit more to it than just like how I started because the way I do things is not necessarily the same way that everyone else is going to do things. Now, I pulled from four different decks And the first deck that I pulled from was my own Direct From Spirit deck that I created quite a while back. And these cards are very fitting. The first one I pulled was to do your inner work. A lot of times we feel conflicted about whether or not we're actually good enough to do the thing that we want to do. And why not? We see everybody else around us doing that thing. And we think to ourselves, I wish I could do that. I wish I had that within me, that power to just step into that light and be seen in that way. Well, that doesn't come to everyone super easily. A lot of the people that you're seeing 
out there doing the thing also experienced a lot of the same things you did when they got started. I'm not going to say that everybody felt the same way. I'm sure there are other people out there who were really self-assured to begin with and walked around and strut around like their shit didn't stink. Okay, I do believe there are people out there who literally embody that energy, but I'm going to tell you for the most part, not everybody does. There is a significant amount of self-work that needs to be done. A lot of times when we get into healing, it's with the intention to do that inner work. And then we start shifting our focus away from that because we want to start helping other people. But that inner work never ends. You always have to come back to it. I constantly find myself in cycles where I need to just rest. I need to just be inward looking. I need to be journaling. I need to be letting go. I need to be releasing. I need to be talking to my shadow and my inner child and doing all the things and working on my value and working on my wealth all of it. And it's all a learning process. It's not super linear. There are times where, yeah, I mess up. Okay. I like promise one thing and then I overgive and then I get frustrated because then, you know, it's not well received or something like that. And I'm like, well, I put all this energy into it, but that goes back to doing the inner work. Keep doing the inner work, even though you feel like you're ready to get out there and working with other people, a huge component of that is yourself and how you feel about yourself. The next card I pulled was be ready to pivot. Oftentimes we get an idea set in our head, right? We think that things have to look this way and maybe the end point, they do look that way, but you have to realize sometimes what you're envisioning is not actually your own soul dream. You could have this like idea in your head and feel pulled to it, but maybe there's just something about it that was meant to be on the way to the real thing that you're supposed to do. I can't tell you how many times I pivoted in my journey of getting started. And sometimes I still feel like I'm in that getting started phase because of how often I feel that call to just pivot again and again and again. And what it is and all it's doing is just helping you to refine exactly what it is that you want to be like doing for yourself. We oftentimes can't see the end point really clearly, or we might have an idea of what it is, but that's not the actual end point. It could be either for, you know further along or closer to us than we really realize. So something that really tripped me up when I was starting was pivoting and being okay with it. I know there's like this huge thing, like if you are not consistent and stay consistent, that somehow this makes you flaky or false or not, you know, genuine. And honestly, I don't think there is anything less that makes you more genuine than just following your intuition and pivoting with it when it feels right to do so. Sometimes we get into things because we feel like it's going to be our path to success and not necessarily because it's actually the thing that we want to do. And that's okay. Whatever it is you need to help you get started, that's the thing you just focus on for right now. As soon as it stops feeling good, realign yourself, pivot, 
change directions and be okay with it. A lot of getting started is figuring out what is working and what isn't working. Ultimately though, you're going to get the people who are meant to follow you when you're more true to yourself. It's a refining process, like I said. So you may get some followers that want something completely different from you and it's okay to tell them that this is the direction I'm going in now and not feel guilty about it because you're going to get more people on board the more in alignment that you're going to be with yourself. My next card was time to take action. This I think is the hardest part of getting started. Most people ask me how I got started and I'm just like, well, I just did it. And that's the most frustrating thing I think to hear from somebody who you feel is embodying something really successful and amazing and you know where you want to be. Well, I'm just here to tell you that wishing for it isn't enough. Doing all the things to get you there, even if they're tiny little steps, that is what's enough. And I remember a coach told me that you need to take the baby steps. They might not feel significant, but it's action. And what gets in motion stays in motion because that's the energetic law, right? Once something's in motion, it stays in motion until acted on by an outside force. So don't get frustrated that maybe your first step, the little baby step, is to learn more about it. And I want to talk about this too because I think a lot of times we get stuck in these phases where our egos say, I don't know enough about this. I don't know enough about this. I don't know enough about this. And that's like the continual response every time you ask yourself, am I ready? Am I ready for the next step? You're never going to know enough about it. Unfortunately, like most things in life and with college, it never really prepares you for the real working world until you actually get out there. Now, things you can do to help prepare you to get yourself out there is practicing. It's not enough to just learn something. Learning is an amazing thing. I think you'll never be done learning and there's always more to discover, uncover, and explore. But you can get stuck there. And while it may be a baby step to get you towards starting, it's still not necessarily starting. Most of us spend most of our time stuck in this phase. And until you're ready to take that next baby step, that next baby action, you're going to see yourself stuck here. And that's okay, but acknowledge it and maybe start practicing with some people who are in the same situation as you, at the same level as you, have the same experiences as you are having at that time, and use what they've learned and what you've learned as a way to bring action together. Collaborate, work together, give exchanges, get feedback, and use this feedback as a way to refine your your process. My next and final card from this deck is connect your emotions to your desires. Sometimes it's not enough to just want something 
you can want something all you want, but if it doesn't really connect deeply on a soul level enough to create that chemical change in your body, that excitement, that hell yes, that I need to do this or else, I can't imagine doing anything else in this world, then you're not there yet. And that's okay. Everything is okay. (laughs) Let's just put that out there. Everything is okay. No matter what phase of this you're in, everything is okay. Maybe you just haven't figured out or you haven't pivoted enough to the thing that really connects deeply to move you to move. Until you get to that, you're going to keep finding yourself in that stuck space. That yes, but, or oh, I'm almost there, but I just need more information phase. If there's not enough energy behind it emotionally to charge you to move, then you're kind of just going to stay in this limbo of, I kind of want to do this, but not enough to make myself uncomfortable. And that's because it is going to be uncomfortable, like it or not. You're doing something completely different. It's out of your comfort zone. You're being seen. You're being heard. You're being put on a platform you've never been put before. And it's like having stage fright. Are you going to move yourself past the curtains and do the thing? Or are you going to stay hidden and in the background and just be a supporting player? My next three cards are from the Starseed Oracle deck. And the first one I pulled was the Void. Stop, embrace winter, the great cosmic womb. A lot of times, like I said, we're in this energetic phase of absorbing, creating, expansion, And it feels like nothing is happening. I want you to know that even when you do get started, you're going to go through these periods over and over again. It's cyclic. It's not perfect. But if you can learn to embrace this period that you're in, because there's definitely a time and place for it, embrace it. You are building up the energy to push yourself through. This is the time to do that inner work. This is the time to do that learning. This is the time to do that practice. This is the time to be imperfect, to really just allow yourself to be as messy as possible. I don't really understand, and maybe this is just my neurodivergence, the need to have it perfect when you're just starting. And trust me, I do have perfectionist like <laughs> issues with certain things, so I do understand like the need to be perfect, but if there's something you don't know, why do you have to be perfect at it? Like that is the time to screw up. And when you screw up, that's the time you learn. So really just embracing the period of the void before the action. I love this because I feel like these are phases. The next one is earth pulsing. Pulse of the mother, slow down, time and nature. So this is like literally after that void phase, (laughs) you're building yourself up. You're building your energy up. 
you're creating things, you're putting little things into motion, maybe you're not exactly at your grand opening yet. Maybe you're not exactly open for business yet, but this is like that planning phase that like micro task phase, like I need to get a website going, I need to make contacts with these people, I need to set up ideas for what I'm offering. These are all the like little micro task planning, creative building. So this is taking all that potential energy that you had in that void space, that learning, and actually applying them on a small scale before you're actually even ready to put it out there. Most people don't just jump in with nothing, right? They have, you know, their offers, they have, you know, different website links and emails and social medias like so this is all those little details and getting them set up it doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to have everything in place but this is like that step before the leap that opening of that doorway that i'm initiating this because I'm feeling that energetic push to go through that door. And this is what I need to do. It's like, I need to put my shoes on, my coat on, and my hat so that I can be ready to face the world. And the third card I drew, which was perfect, cracked open. This is the rock bottom, the surrender to the alchemy of life. So this is literally like you open the doorway and now some unknown force has like pushed you through the door and it does feel a little bit scary and like a little bit of a rock bottom because this is like sink or swim time and yeah you might sink a little bit but don't worry like this cracked open phase is actually a good thing It's going to show you everywhere that you are lacking. It's going to show you everywhere you don't feel confident in yourself. It's going to show you everywhere where you're not valuing yourself. And this might sound like a bad thing, but these are all the things that you need to work on. All the negative stuff that comes up when you first start, that is the alchemy. That is the magic potion. It's literally showing you, hey, You want success? Look, look at all this garbage that you're trying to hide from. Look at all this energy garbage that you thought you cleared or maybe you overlooked. This is your shadow. Welcome to your shadow. Welcome to your shadow work. Literally. Right in your face. And the magic, I I freaking figured this out. The magic behind it. As soon as you face these things, the next time they come up, it's like they don't even face you or they bother you less. You know, sometimes it takes more than one go to really push through some of these really deep, you know, shadows when they come up for you. But uh, yeah, it's amazing because you're like, wow. This would have really, you know, sidetracked me. This would have made me want to quit. I I would have run away. I would have said, screw this. But this rock bottom, 
this initial rock bottom, this is where the magic happens. Now making like doing the thing and starting sound really scary. It's not. You're either going to do it or you won't. You'll either decide it's for you or it's not. And I can tell you from experience, this is like what my third go at (laughs) this is my third go at this. I can honestly tell you I've started three times, maybe even more. Um, But I don't feel shame about that anymore because there were things that I was not willing to look at. I was not willing to work on that I'm showing up for the assignment now. They're not any less painful, but I'm seeing now when it comes up, I'm like, oh, hey, shadow, it's you. What, what can we work out? What's going on? I'm like my own therapist now. That's not to say if you need a therapist, you know, don't seek one out. But eventually, when you become the observer and you see the patterns, you can let them go a little bit easier every time. My next two cards are from Flowers of the Night Oracle. These two cards go together. So the first one I pulled is Achievement and Power. So what we need to realize is even though we're starting, we're not starting at the spot where we want to be. We're starting at the very beginning and we need to have grace for ourselves for where we are and understand that the people that we're calling in to work with us are going to either be at that level or lower than that level. Not that they're less than you in any way or, you know, that in their journey, in their experience, they're going to be less experienced than you. So what you're striving for is to build off of your starting point and just keep moving forward and understand that the starting point doesn't have to look perfect, doesn't need to look like the end point. I've had lots of websites, some awesome, some really horrific. But I'm understanding that whatever it was for that time period, that's what I needed. And I'm learning that as I progress, I can teach what I'm progressing. As I learn, I can teach what I'm learning. I can expand in a way that feels really good for me because then that helps other people expand. So your achievements are the success of your dream, your business, your idea. And it starts from a little seed. And you have to understand that seeds don't automatically come out of the ground blooming. They take time. It takes progress. It's not instantaneous. So we need to acknowledge the little achievements along the way. It's kind of like when you were in school and every test you got, like a little sticker to be like, way to go. They didn't expect you to take the final exam. 
you had to learn the little blocks along the way. And then the other card was power. And all this is, is just really stepping into your power where you are. And again, just like remove that word perfection from your vocabulary. There was, and sometimes still is a lot of times where I'm like, who am I? What am I doing? Where is this energy coming from? And I've been told really, really ridiculous numerous amounts of times from other people who have worked with me or have had readings for me or, you know, who I collaborate with that my energy is really intense. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I have that Scorpio moon. And they're like, no, no, it's, it's not that. Own where you are, what you know, and what you're capable of. This is a process. This is not an overnight thing either. The whole getting started thing is a long, almost labor to a birth of something you desire. It is uncomfortable. It is a struggle. It takes patience. It takes grace. It takes so much. Let's see. My last three cards are from the Herbal he Healing deck. I love these. Ooh. I love these. These were perfect. Okay. The first one is flow. Sometimes we're forcing things. Sometimes the path that we thought we should take because it made sense to somebody else is not the path we should be taking. We create a lot of resistance to ourselves when it comes to starting. Maybe the easiest step seems so stupid to you that it's not even worth your time, but it's the easiest one. Why do we have so much ego baggage around this? What I often do when a new project is coming through for me is sometimes I start with the most asinine thing, like not the actual project. <laughs> Before I did my Akashic attunements, I like created the logo for it. <laughs> I made a bunch of lists. I thought about things that I might like attunements for. I spent a lot of time doing not the thing. And it didn't seem like to me it made any sense because I felt like I was wasting a lot of time doing that. But actually what happened is getting something done rather than hitting my head up against this wall that seemed to like not open up for me. Like I'm like, where's the hidden door? Where's the hidden door? Feeling stuck because I didn't know what the next step was. Well, I knew the next step. I just didn't want to take it because I thought it was silly. But I was like, okay, I'm going to just do this and see what happens. I let that creative energy flow. And what happens when you get into a state of flow is more things flow for you. This doesn't even have to apply to projects for your dream that you want to get started on. If you're stuck 
you could literally just like read for a couple hours if that feels amazing to do. You could go for a walk. You could eat something that you really enjoy. You could journal. You could play. You could listen to music. You could do anything that your ego is telling you is not worth your time doing because you're not actually doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing, quote unquote. The point is, you're getting into flow so that you can do those things. If you keep hitting a wall every time you try to start, find the thing that might be related or unrelated that really excites you right then and there. Do that. Do that thing until you find yourself just in this beautiful basking glow of feel-good energy and see what happens. You might surprise yourself. You might find yourself able to jump these barriers. I have had so much creative energy coming through me and I think It took me just literally stepping away and deciding that I was going to feel good first. That I wasn't going to be hard on myself about how much work I got done and when I got it done. And trust me, I have an extremely limited amount of time to do a lot of things. (laughs) I work full time and I do this business and it feels like I have three full-time jobs between being a mom and a wife being a dental hygienist and being this Akashic being that is talking to you on this podcast right now. But you still have to make time for you in your life. And if you keep getting stuck and you're trying to start something, find flow somewhere else and let it like leak over like ink. Let it flow over into the other areas of your life. The next card I pulled was Moonflower, Death, and Rebirth. There is a huge process that comes with starting something new. You have to close doors behind you. You have to tie up loose ends. You have to say no to some things. Trust me, I tried to say yes to everything. It doesn't always work. There were things that I thought, oh, well, I can't give that up because I'll upset someone or I'll disappoint someone or, but I've always done that. And I've had to learn how to set some boundaries. I've had to learn how to say no to things that were clogging up my limited free time. And I had to step into this new way of being. And again, all of this is really uncomfortable. It's not easy. And the more I look at myself now, the more I see I'm shifting, I'm changing. My energy is so different. And I'm doing more things than I thought I was actually physically capable of doing. (laughs) But I also acknowledge and take the rest that I need to take. I felt a little bit guilty the other day. I had a couple 
client inquiries and my gut was just like, I just do not have the energy right now. I literally spit out (laughs) three Reiki classes over the weekend. I just was like, I need this time and space to not respond to anything or anyone. (laughs) And that was uncomfortable to me because the old Tia would have been like, nope, I have to respond right now. But the way I was feeling, I was not in alignment to be of any good service to anybody. So it would have just hurt me and my business and my client more than when it would have helped them. And finally, I was able to recoup my energy and respond in the way I needed to. You're going to become a different person. And you need to acknowledge and accept it as it goes. You'll be surprised, I believe. I believe you'll be surprised. I've been pretty surprised with myself. The last card I pulled was resourcefulness. Oh, how I love being resourceful. And I think that is the biggest thing that I pride myself on. If someone can't give me the answers, I'm always looking for it. I don't know what it is that (laughs) makes me magical about it. Maybe it's because I'm a 1-3. But I just have this capacity to open doorways and portals to resources like nobody's business. And if you don't have that capacity in you, then you need to find somebody who does. Not to use them for it, but maybe they can show you. It's literally all it takes for me is reaching out to people I know are in a spectrum or in an area or niche that the resource could come from and asking, looking on YouTube, looking on Google, knowing how to use Google in a way to get resources that are normally hidden when you Google things. Um, (laughs) I don't know. And then I just have a lot of friends and acquaintances and, and networks where people share things with me. So I think it's just like, for one, being willing to ask for the resources and for two being willing to look for them yourself when maybe you're not getting them from other places and yeah sometimes these resources I'm getting are for free sometimes I do pay something for them but finding the right one I think takes a lot of just discernment with your intuition and your gut and knowing if you've found enough for where you need to be or if you need to dig more. And I think all of that just takes practice. If you don't know something, you can find it out. You can ask somebody who's already doing it or embodying it, and if they're not willing to share with you, you can research it. There is plenty of free information out there. There is enough for you to connect all the dots together. Take the courses if they feel aligned to take them, but realize that 
you're going to need to have discernment with that as well and only pull away from it what actually is in alignment for you. A lot of times there are these formulas and ideas about how to do things the right way. There is no one right way to do anything. Please make sure that you are exploring all options and not really getting stuck or hung up on the one way that you're being taught because there really is so many different ways to explore everything. And oftentimes we get frustrated with the materials that we're learning because we think that it's the only one way to do it. It's not. Um, so with your intuition, just use that discernment about what resources you're receiving, what courses you're taking, and really not letting yourself get stuck in that information stage for too long. I hope you guys found this episode super helpful. I just wanted to touch base really quick on some of the things that I have coming up. (laughs) I just spent this morning recording seven Akashic adjustments. These are a little bit different than the Akashic healings and the Akashic attunements. I was so inspired when I went to my chiropractor. I hadn't gone in a couple months and I was really feeling it. And when I got adjusted, I was like, oh, this was like just putting my circuitry and my energy right right into place where it needed to be. And I was like, oh, I could do that with the Akashic Records too. And I got a yes for that. So I created some amazing adjustment audios. They're about seven or eight minutes in length, and it's really just meant to realign all the energetic circuitry in your body. They each have different intentions. Um, They're a little bit, I think, more... I don't want to say like they're stronger, but like the intention is kind of like an adjustment. You go from being out of alignment to into alignment and then there's like no in between. Um, And what's really amazing about these is you can use them as often as you need to because oftentimes things in life like cause us to become misaligned or out of alignment and I think it's just an amazing tool to kind of have in your tool belts to kind of get you back into that energetic space of alignment um, and just being in your flow state again. I will offer these on my website, intuitionbytiamarie.com, and they'll also be a part of the uh, Akashic Healing Library on Patreon. I also have three Reiki classes available now. I have Reiki 1, Reiki 2, and Reiki Master Teacher available on my website. They are self-paced, but they do include an attunement for each one. They include bonus materials at each level. And I am so excited to finally offer this for you guys because now you can tap into energy healing and do that work for yourself and for others. I have them priced uh, a pretty decent discount right now that will go through November 30th. And also I have my Magic Mushroom Microdose available on my website as well. I have been doing this probably like three or four times a week and I am noticing some major expansion 
I, all I can say is just, wow, yesterday I had a really, really bad day. Normally the type of day that would cause me to like act out at everyone and just lose my shit. Every like negative thing that could have happened to me at work did. I, I just like, I don't know. I was like watching the whole experience. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing about it. Like, it normally would have thrown me so off kilter. I wasn't going to say, like, I was in alignment and flow with it, but I just was, like, observing. I was able to feel my emotions. I was able to have a conscious conversation with my, like, shadow and be like, yeah, you have every right to be mad right now. Like, I'm upset too. But I didn't, like, freak out, lose it scream, run away and leave work. <laughs> like maybe I normally would have. It was literally a concession of like, boom, 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 boom. Everything that could have happened. And then I got into an argument with my husband on my way home and I was fine. And I was like, this is so weird. It doesn't take away the bad things. It doesn't take away like the emotion and the feeling. I just notice I'm so much more aware. I'm so much more expanded and so much more capable of like being me in this human existence. I'm like, yeah, I'm really upset about that. That wasn't really nice. But I didn't get upset or mad or take it out on like, the patient or the parents or my husband, I was like, I'm just having a day today and that's okay. And I really love what this energy microdose is doing to me. I really recommend if this is something that you've been called to do, that you try it. I have a suggestion on there about how often to use it. And... I like didn't even take the attunement yesterday, but like I noticed how different I feel and how like normally at this point of the year, I get really depressed and these feelings are coming up. It's like sifting through the dirt and I feel them like coming up, but I'm not like embodying them. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, this feels really heavy right now. This, this memory or this emotion, this feels really heavy right now. And I'm just sitting with it. And I'm okay. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Um, but yeah, if you're feeling called to energy medicine with magic mushrooms, I really recommend it. It's a great way to do it without actually taking any substance it's literally just an audio attunement and I set the intention for it to last 24 hours and then you just take it as often as your intuition tells you I literally just I muscle test in the morning like is today a day I microdose or not it doesn't do anything to make you feel weird in your body or anything like that I receive some like beautiful imagery and messages when I do it um and I've gotten some great feedback about it as well. So 
the Akashic attunement as well, I've gotten some amazing feedback and I did do it myself and I was like blown away because I was like, oh, I'm in the Akashic records every day. This should be like nothing for me. And it was like amazing. So I highly recommend my Akashic attunements and look out for my Akashic adjustments that are coming out this week. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, I do really appreciate all of you who are listening. Please do share this with someone you know that you feel might benefit from it. You can share it on social media or send it in a message. Anything you do helps me out to spread this awareness and message to others, and I thank you for it. I hope you all have an amazing week. Until next time. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to spend with me today and listening to this episode. Look out for the next episode dropping soon. And make sure you like and subscribe so you will know and get notifications when that happens. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook. I am Intuition by Tia Marie. And I also have a website you can check out www.intuitionbytiamarie.com. All links will be in the show notes. Until next time. 